This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. This week, we talk Reddit rocking Wall Street. Marvel Avengers is ready to bring Hawkeye to the game, as well as the info on when the game will be next-gen ready and possibly glitch-free. We also talk about the passing of a young actor involved in the upcoming Resident Evil Village game. All this plus final stage review of Cyber Shadow on this episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. and welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah um before we get this show on the road if you will just want to give a little disclaimer and maybe an apology in itself because i'm a little bit down this week i may sound a little bit i don't know i may i may go in every different direction this week but still targeting to what we love the most but you just i just got to say this because it's important for me to say this but the reason why i'm probably down at this moment because it's been a really really trying week uh in terms of what's been going on in my world and people around me um which is why i'm dedicating this episode to my dear sister uh Sine, who she is my sister by way of my father uh who married uh somebody else after my mother uh that's as far as i'm gonna go in explaining that but she is my actual sister but that we you know still keep close and tight you know with regardless for family and she has now experienced something that i've experienced long ago and that is the death of her mother my uh stepmother if you will if you want to put it in that sense um her mother unfortunately has passed due to COVID 19 and it's just it's 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 completely devastating in a sense because it's just one of those situations where had we been taking care of things the way we have what does this have happened and you know she's just one of those people that didn't have the best immune system ever and you know it's taken toll on her unfortunately she couldn't her body wasn't strong enough to be able to handle this situation or be able to wait for a vaccine and all that stuff and you know what we're going through right now with that situation so I dedicate this to my, my my loving sister and you know let her know that i love her dearly and i'm there for her as well and as well as all of her friends and family as well in this because it's hard and it's one of those situations where like i know i've been taking this very seriously but other people have not I mean, most of it is because it's like out of sight out of mind ignorance is bliss but until you figure out or find out that somebody actually you know have died or experienced it you know you don't take it seriously people we need to take this very seriously whether you know somebody who who you've lost or not 
you have to be a lot more caring about this situation, a lot more considerate about this situation, because this is killing people. And we're not going to get this together anytime soon. And we haven't helped the situation better us as a whole. <laughs> you know, I can't just count for myself and expect that to represent the, the, the masses. Now, a, a minority amount of people have taken it seriously. Others have not. And because of it, situations like this happen. And that right there is just yeah, that's the tip of it. You know, it doesn't help that also, you know, FedEx is also messing around here and messing up orders and whatnot. My wife sent me a birthday gift and it was FedExed. And once again, like I happened the last time with the Apple AirPods, which never was delivered. The first parent was never delivered, but it was scan delivered. Now we have a, another package from my wife she got me a gift from harry and david's and i don't know if you listeners know what that is i know a lot of listeners are listening from outside of the country as well as in the country but if you're in the u.s um and you may have come across some harry and david's products my wife got me a lobster pot pie can you imagine that <laughs> i've never had it before she's never had it before she wanted to get it for my birthday because you know i love pot pies you know i love lobster you can't go wrong with this and i heard a lot of things about this well, looks like I'm going to keep wondering because this thing never came and I, there's a lot of confusion now. I'm going through the motions of investigating this with FedEx and our building management who claimed that they saw nothing in the cameras or the name that was signed doesn't is, isn't someone who live in this building. So it is, this is a whole thing. This this Fed, I can't speak for FedEx all around, but FedEx in our particular area is not good in comparison to ups or usps or even amazon especially amazon um it, it's 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 insane uh this week could not have gone worse and then we're hearing a lot of news cloris leachman passing away uh cicely tyson passing away and now another someone that is connected to the essence of this show the relevancy of the show and we'll talk about that in a few as well but that's pretty much i'm gonna say about that but it's just been a week so Hopefully this talking in the show will be therapeutic enough for me to get my mind off of things. And I will do the same to make sure that you can take your mind off of what's going on in your world as well. So let's work together on this and let's have fun talking about all things gaming on this. So we do have some things to talk about this week. And the first thing I do want to talk about is what everybody's talking about right now. But I'm not going to talk about it in the in-depth minute detail that everybody is talking to because i am not going to pretend like i even know what the hell i'm talking about in regards to what's going on between reddit gamestop and the stock market <laughs> okay uh, what i do want to talk about is the people on social media that is reacting to this and i'm this may just be damn well a rant in this place in this case because the one thing that always bothers me about it about the internet is how people are very pretentious and in this case i'm gonna need people to stop acting like they understand something about the reddit wall street um betting and gamestop situation i you know i know there's some people out there who are educated who actually has the education and understanding who actually studied this maybe whether in college or maybe through a mentor or something like that that's a few that's a minority of people 
not everybody truly understands how the market is just as much as people don't understand how the ratings the nielsen ratings work and you got people who are hiding behind the keyboards and their in their computers thinking that they know what the hell they're talking about you have no degree of knowledge or education you have no certified knowledge of this i'm saying this now i don't have this i can't sure can tell you that and i'm not going to pretend like i do but i hear people on social media who always who, who may actually have read the headlines about how this group on reddit who managed to manip uh, actually manipulate wall street investors who were betting against gamestop that they would be struggling and they will eventually be out and they there's actually a betting poll for, they, you can bet on anything these days and they said that they should have uh invested in order to benefit like a few did you know and that's the case like there are people on social media when they read about this information that the little guy beat the big guys and they made a fortune off of the um gamestop st uh stock you got people like oh man i should have actually went out and did that i should have you know i could have i should have like okay if you're really in tune with what's going on on the on a stock market you would have jumped on this a long time ago you have never been on a stock market ever and i'm not i'm just talking in general there are people who actually say that they should have done no you just trying to make conversation just for the hell of it you know damn well you've never done it so shut the hell up about it <laughs> okay people who never invested in research nor have any education on the stock market uh or, or even how it works are saying they should have jumped on the bandwagon and invested knowing damn well they probably don't even have the funds to invest in <laughs> these comments from from these people are part of the pretentious uh the pretentiousness that i really hate about social media it it, it, it boggles me it really boggles me you got people who try to lie and i know people and and, and i know people who intentionally lie people that i grew up with people that i know and then when you catch them on it or even more if they find out that you're the real deal <laughs> they are resentful as hell because now it's like okay he did something that i claimed that i did and now he could catch me on it. he could catch me on my bs i'm I, this is the part of so this is the so part of social media that makes social media so bad <laughs> people want to be something but they don't want to do the work to be it and i hate this so much it 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 hinders any real productivity of you ever really truly accomplishing what you claim that you want to do and now we got this whole reddit situation of like oh wow, i should have did that what the hell but um not everyone here's the thing here's the reality of this not everyone would have benefited easily from this like this little small group did um if you invest in any stock and you don't have any fallback money you're a complete dumbass and basically it's wise because I, i'll give you a story here i used to work at an art store back uh like damn it 20 years ago here in philadelphia and south street called pearl arts and crafts long lived long lived the establishment the establishment i, I want to let me not get into that because it there's there's some issues fbi issues with that company a former company i should say um but i had a manager who actually 
used to be in a stock market because he was making six fig. A manager at a retail store was making six fig. Kind of wonder why they were being investigated to some extent. Um, he was making six fig, so that means he had savings. He had, you know, I, he had money to spend. He had necessity money, and he had money to play around with. So he played in the stock market. He was so comfortable with playing with what he used to call, and I'll never forget this, what he used to call just play money. He was so comfortable about it because take note, this was 1998 eight or nine. This was 1998 or nine. I was with this company for two and a half years and I was, um, I was the cashier and then became the supervisor, you know, a supervisor rep later on. And as I went along with this place, I used to have conversations with him as we were, you know, working the registers and everything in the back in the office, you know, counting register, uh, you know, register, um, tape and all this stuff and, and receipts and he would work on he would play around on a stock market while working and he used to call it play money this was the time when as a wrestling fan and this is a wrestling reference when the wwf at the time when it was wwf they were the hottest thing ever like they just went into the stock market they just uh registered themselves into the stock market their company at least and their stocks was going so high because of the popularity the explosive boom period of the wrestling industry at the time because you had rock austin triple h and and mankind and you know all these other really great personalities dx all that and, it, and they made a ton of I, I mean ton of money because of this product back then and just off of t-shirt sales alone and all that stuff and and the ratings were high as hell so of course they're gonna profit from this from a stock uh point and of course i heard i've read a little bit or listened to you know reports and all the stuff on their stock being high as hell at this time and my manager i'll just say andy <laughs> uh that was the general manager name I won't say anything else to that, but Andy basically, I, we talked about it. I'm like, you know, you know, if you really want to have fun, you should, you know, invest in WWF right now. They're the hottest thing ever. He looked into their stock. He did see that it was really, really going high and he put a few thousand bucks in there. And if I'm correct, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> it was, it, 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 you know, if you could say it was equivalent to my, it was equivalent like 10 20 times the amount of money i was getting paid on a weekly basis <laughs> maybe even more and he he put it in he actually grew that amount and then i think like a week or so went by and i asked him again what happened with that and apparently if i remember correctly he said it dropped it actually the stock actually dropped as quick as it rose but he in doing so he lost maybe about 10 grand <laughs> and i'm like whoa and i hear i'm like i'm being apologetic he i mean he just flings it off his shoulder and says it's fine it's play money and i'm like in my mind i'm like what the <laughs> you know not showing it but in my mind just thinking i'm like if you don't have it like that where you, if you're investing in that money 
you don't have a worry in the world because you have backup money you got savings and you got fu money or play money as he put it you're you're a dumbass because that's the only reason why you should be investing in stock you don't do it when you don't have any other assets or any other capital that you're not working on or any savings or anything you do it when you have the ability to give back when you still that's how business works people you know investing in stock is a game best played with people with blow away money f you money play money if you want to put it that way on top of the money that is earned and saved if you if that is the fact if that is if that is in fact not you then you have no business even pretending to talk about getting into some stock let alone GameStop of all things and you know at all if this like any skill requires a level of education and years of experience to understand and master you know like any video game this is like any other video game but this is not every other video game because there that's if you wonder why there's never a simulation game about the stock market is because it's that much complex of a situation and there is and nothing is completely guaranteed as to whether you're really going to skyrocket i mean there is a there is a theoretic method i don't think there's an exact science to it because again the it revolves around how the world works and the world changes every day so the fate of how stocks rise is based on how the world changes and what happens around the world or whatever with company and another thing the stocks rising for gamestop does not mean that the franchise itself is profiting the they are still failing due to most of their consumer base buying more digital content than physical now and when i saw that this also absolutely exposes every argument i've ever had about people saying that they prefer or think that physical is better because this what this situation has told me and what is told everybody else or what should got out of this is that digital distribution has become the more has become the alternative situation there are more people digitally downloading than they are buying physical the failure of GameStop is that reason. So, and it, it's sad because it. I, I don't want to feel bad. I, I shouldn't feel bad because, uh, for switching to digital distribution. I've been doing digital um, downloading games and movies and stuff for over, over a decade. The problem is you need to adapt. GameStop is not adapting. They want a physical experience and that's awesome but and i believe they do also have digital distribution of some sorts but not to the totality of that of like maybe um i don't know how gamefly is doing either i don't but they're rental type of situation i don't know what they're doing in terms of you know that situation i don't know what playstation now is doing in terms of their streaming situation but in terms of actually downloading content they i know they sell codes i know amazon sells codes i know a lot of other people sells codes to games i don't know how well that is doing in that front but you know when especially when everybody is going to the source of this whole thing unless gamestop and amazon can provide sales to those codes like actual like percentage off of those codes i don't expect them to be doing as well or if they're allowed to do that so 
it, it, this goes to show, but point being, let's stop talking about that. Like we know about what's going on. Let's stop acting like that. We know what's going on and how this works because even Trevor Noah, there's so many people, even Trevor Noah, even the, uh, even Harvey and Charles from TMZ admittedly say that they have no idea or understand how the, what's going on with this thing so they're inviting people who do know onto their show and that's just it and it really has nothing that much to do with the actual game aspect of it it's just that a bunch of people who liked who who felt offended that the uppity you know stock um traders were making fun of the fact that gamestop is failing those little people who are gamers themselves and have the money to do so decided to create a plan to you know sucker these guys into doing something which is something that they actually do themselves into manipulating the system the way that they do the actual and and, and because of that they benefit the little man benefit and they made it big uh as a result now the crazy part is now you got the places like robin hood the apps and all this stuff that apparently are trying to you know stop them from trading anything and they took it they taken uh gamestop off the market which uh some people consider you know uh it, it's a unethical thing to do in terms of um capitalism can't help but to agree with that because all of a sudden now the little guy is winning and they don't want the little guy to win the same way the exact same way that the big guys win it's a hypocritic it is hypocrisy at best so that's the simplistic way of understanding it that I could possibly go but I'm not even going to go and dissect this because I can't I'm not I'm not in that level I'm, that's not my form of education no more than they could come and tell me about how to do graphic design or you know multimedia development or whatever everybody has their own fields but not everybody should act like they know <laughs> everything especially so uh let's go into some other unfortunate news here um got a chance to see the showcase for resident evil village which is coming out very soon a extremely creepy experience in this in a very creepy game from capcom um looks awesome it's a first person shooter so nine chances out of ten i probably won't be playing that i've already had my fill with cyberpunk but what I can say is that I am very confident that Capcom will come out with a solid games experience because they never fail when it comes to Resident Evil. No matter what format that they made it, and they've made the game into different formats before, from uh, from regular, uh, you know, third-person platform to third-person shooter uh, platform, and now this is first-person shooter. Each time, they have successfully created a great experience for their fan base. I don't expect to hear. But unfortunate news in turn and in the world of this is that actress Jeanette Moss, I'm hopefully I'm saying her name right respectfully, um, has passed away at the age of 39. Um, it's very sad because it's so young. You got somebody who actually made it in, you know, this field in, of art and, and, and um, performing arts, if you will. 38, 39 years old, fortunately. IGN reported the passing of Jeanette Moss who is to appear in the upcoming Resident Evil game entitled Resident Evil Village. She was battling an eight-month battle with colon cancer. 
Moss played a variety of characters in Resident Evil Village, including one of the witch sisters in, in the game, which is part of the main antagonist of the game. Uh, IGN also reports that she suffered from Chrome's disease as well as contracted COVID-19 last year. So it's just a, it sounds like it was just an abundance of uh, health issues that she was going through. And it's just, it's unfortunate. Uh, Capcom, as well as the developers and publishers of the franchise, made their condolences on Twitter, while others also paid tribute on Instagram. Jeanette Malls was also seen in live action projects such as Charm City Kings, which I believe is on uh, HBO Max, Shelton's Your Sister's uh, Sister, and many more. So rest in peace and uh thoughts and prayers to the family of uh Jeanette Moss it's just just so unfortunate um this this week has been crazy like I said like Cicely Tyson um Cloris Leachman you know legends they at least they passed they died at the ages of 90 so whatever you say whatever you will of how they passed away both those legendary figures have lived their life and lived it in the way you know pioneering for many in the future of them Jeanette died while she while she did pass away at, at 39 I'll say this I always do say mourn for people who have died way too soon and never gotten a chance to do what they have wanted to do in life or even been able to you know have that experience I will say this Jeanette has at least lived 40 years of working her way to doing something as cool as what she has done. And now she's she will leave with a legacy that is Resident Evil. She is a part of that. She's been a part of a lot of projects. She lived her dream, although be it a short, uh, short lifespan, she was able to live her dream. So she can live or she is she can she can leave us without regretting because i i you know me being black and being in this world understand that not everybody has that opportunity and some have to fight for it more and some may die never actually doing it die for you know situations much like hers or even worse so i you know if you want to have a silver lining on that situation she died while being able to live her dream doing what she was doing and trust me this is a dream job it no matter how hard it is that they do at the end of the day it's something that they love so it's not really a job to them so like i said thoughts and prayers to the family of uh jeanette moss and um you know rest in rest in paradise for that so let's change this up a little bit more let's liven it up a bit my thoughts on the keanu reeves mod um I'm sure a lot of you know, and we're going back to the cyberpunk situation. It never ends here. A mod created for the PC version of cyberpunk 2077 that always, uh, that I'm sorry, not always that allows players to swap character models in the game for, uh, for models that resemble real world public figures having explicit sex, which includes Keanu himself. Uh, Eurogamer was issued a statement by cd project red talking about how the uh how they broadly permit um modders to tweak the games at uh at will and to have fun with it when it comes to k 
characters that uh, the studio has created in the game. Uh, but characters based on real people is a bit too far for them, and they are asking modders to refrain from taking liberties with the game. What you expect? This is why this is the stupid depiction, uh, the, the stupid uh, mindset or ideology from PC gamers of the master race. Such a geeky thing. Like, it's, I mean, it's one thing to be a geek, but there's some really, this is some upper level, mega level geeks, geek mentality right here. Um, but this whole master race thing is ridiculous. I, I can say, I can joke about this in a way using the word master, but um, I like to make this a, family uh, family friendly show so i i tame myself to a minimum with that i'll just go on that but i would say this um i don't blame the modders i blame i i blame cd project red you allowed this to happen you know how far pc modders can get you know how far they can do they can do virtually anything if they have the ability to do so. So you can't leave a crack in the ice and don't expect it to widen up and to break completely because that's exactly what they did. So what I do know, or I believe I've heard is that they actually uh, had an official, you know, creative modding um system that they installed in there now which have some restrictions for them to do so we'll, we'll see how far that goes but it is what it is and they have to you know they gotta they have to own up to it so we'll see how that goes so i believe last bit of news i was going to talk about the kevin hart thing but i'll talk about that on sunday i'll talk about it on a sunday show um kevin hart is in borderlines that's pretty much to adjust of it but i'll talk more on that on sunday it's it's a movie thing so it, even though it's based on a game i can move it over there I'll, I'll talk about that later but uh last bit of news i'll talk about before we go to our final stage is that crystal dynamics uh has announced that hawkeye uh hawkeye's expansion pack will be uh coming and part of the focus of the next war table showcase uh the next war table will be on february 16th 2021 and it will showcase Hawkeye as well as the delayed upgrade to the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and Series S. This will be interesting because I'm wondering if that means that they'll be adding a lot more of what we requested as, uh, you know, a long time ago. The next expansion will be called Operation Hawkeye Future Imperfection. I believe there was a Marvel saga called Future Imperfect. So it looks like they're going to be touching on that situation and they got the uh the hawk like uh character on there i don't know because i never read that saga uh, i'm just now reading back on some marvel stuff right now some really cool marvel stuff but that wasn't one of them um this is also a follow-up to the uh expansion featuring kate bishop as she went on a search for hawkeye who was working secretly with aim kate uh kate bishop and uh hank pym found a way to time travel in order to find Hawkeye and find out what he was truly planning. So I will tell you this. I played the, uh, the Kate Bishop mode. It was okay. I didn't, you know, part of it was like my mindset is already bummed out by my experience with the game, but to their credit, the story in the game, once again, and, and 
I can't even say to credit because I gave him credit before about this. The stories of the game are actually really good and that's why people want to keep replaying these again and they're not giving us the main campaign. Like, why are we... I, I don't understand the logic. Uh, Jump Force did the same exact thing. Now, Jump Force's story isn't that great, but it's still, if people just wanted to enjoy going back into the story, like, why not do that? Why just... It's, it's just a weird, weird practice and strategy for them to do. I don't understand. Like, you... You do realize that people love stories and that's why stories are implemented into games and people are going to want to play that story again. Like, why are you doing such a throwaway, you know, method of all the hard work that these actors and designers have done? It's ridiculous. It's, it's stupidly ridiculous. Um, but, you know, I enjoyed the story. Uh, the gameplay was okay. It was okay. I liked it. It wasn't like... It was not, it still was not insomniac game experience, but it was okay. But the story was actually more engaging and more, I was more immersed into that um, really well. And they, I thought they did a really good job. I like the Kate Bishop character. Uh, I like where this is going. And at least for this expansion, I believe the story is replayable. So maybe this is the start of something that is going to lead to the story campaign coming back again hopefully the war table will also inform us on when we will see the exclusive spider-man expansion as well and hopefully we can replay the story campaign again so we'll see uh i i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with when it actually is ready to, uh what is playstation 5 and xbox series x and s um ready because uh we've been waiting for this a lot of delays with this company and no apologies for it you know, that's why I at least give CD Projekt Red not just some credit, a lot of credit because they were brave enough to admit when they were wrong and they messed up. Crystal Dynamics is still yet to do that yet, along with EA in some cases as well with a lot of their games. So deeply appreciate that and respect them for that. Crystal Dynamics, I'm still a little bit on a uh, fritz with them, but I'm leaving myself open for approval. So we'll see. Folks, that will do it for what's going on in this segment right now. We're going to take a break, come back, and in our final stage, we're going to review Cyber Shadow, a game that is so hardcore that only the hardcore can enjoy it. So we'll talk about all that and more right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg talk time live
welcome back to the final stage segment as I review Cyber Shadow, which is available now for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, Windows, Linux, Microsoft operating systems, you name it, it's out everywhere. Coming from Yacht Club Games, the people who brought you Shovel Knight and much more. This game was many years in the making if i remember telling you in our uh rewind interview with uh david d'angelo it's been about two years nine months since i had him on the show to talk about this game and it's finally out i finally got a chance to play it i will tell you this this game is not for the weak at heart this game is not for the if your mind is not in it this game will frustrate you. I will tell you off bat. That is not to say that this game is not awesome because this game is awesome. But you know what else was awesome as well? Ninja Gaiden for the NES. A game that was so great, but not very easy to play. It took or it required a particular set of skills for you to master. A mindset that requires you to be more aggressive and assertive more than hesitant and that's what this game capitalizes on it takes the essence of ninja gaiden and i'll say i'll say a little bit from one of my favorite nes games ever uh from capcom and that's strider not the one from the genesis the original nes strider awesome game fan i i can't tell you how much i love that game i, I beat that game so many times mostly because of the story uh telling that was in it like Oh my God, it was so much to hear. And this game kind of plays on both of those as well as your average Metroidvania style of gameplay. But for those who love Ninja Gaiden, Yacht Club Games made this ex ex uh, exclusively for you because this is not a game that you're gonna be able to pick up and play. This is a game that's gonna require you to have a lot of skill or, or acquire a lot of skill. Even if you never grew up playing the original Ninja Gaiden uh, games, the first three, um, you'll get a taste of what it was like by playing this game. But what I love about this game is that it adds so much more. There's um, this is a game like if this was out in the 80s, like Ninja Gaiden was, this would have blew our minds from a presentation standpoint because they weren't, you know, these games are 8-bit and 8-bit games don't have the pageantry and presentation to to have cinematics like you would these later on games the, the like these 16-bit games or the 32-bit games or the uh polygon era you know if you will that we have now these games had to really find ways to limit because they didn't have much to go on because the nintendos and the sega master systems they were very limited in terms of adding any type of graphical feel to them like you could and so they were able to do what they can this game although they had the power to do something really really cool with this uh they managed to make it you know give it the retro feel that we love but also give it a little bit more in terms of theatrics so there are cutscenes all over the play all over this game that tells the story of the character shadow and what I love about it is that whenever I used to geek out as a kid, when I used to see games like this have these theatrical moments because we'd never seen any anything in, in, in terms of animation, you know, or animated cutscenes or anything at the time. And to see that happen for a Nintendo Entertainment System, because it doesn't have the same power as a like a arcade cab or a main um, you know, board. It it you know, when you're in an arcade, the arcade games are a little bit more power 
you know, Nintendo had had limitations. Sega Master System had limitations. So they couldn't do a lot of the cool things that you see in the arcades. They managed to work around that. This game does not have those restrictions. So they could do a little bit extra and they could take a little bit more liberties with this. So what it does is that when you're playing through the game, you feel a little bit more rewarded by what you're getting out of this and it makes for a awesome experience now in doing so it's not going to be easy it's not going to allow you to get through easily through this game at all like i'm telling you right now i told you how my situation this week is it's hard for me to play this game because i'm so frustrated trying to get everything going on in my life and then trying to play this game this is one of those games that some people may if I wouldn't recommend this at all, but back in the day, when you play games that were this kind of challenging, some people will say it's cheap. I don't think this is a cheap game. I think this was made, especially, it, it, you, you know what? You can never call a game cheap when you have, when you always have somebody who can go through the game and run through the game very easily. It At that point, you can't call a game cheap. It basically means that you need to hustle up, man up, or woman up and try to make the game a better experience by practicing you gotta allow yourself to fail and if you fail you start to get used to it and i think that's the, the key to this once you really figure out the patterns it, it's actually you get rewarded for failing in this game because every time you fail you start to realize the patterns of this game the patterns of the gameplay and everything that comes everything is patterned in time with a certain rhythm and once you understand that rhythm you'll get through the game a lot better and i know there's going to be some people who can just run through this game especially those who used to play ninja gaiden so that's what's going to be so awesome about that but when you do that and i've gotten through quite a bit but every once in a while still challenging like you got to have a your mind got to be at ease going through this game because like i said you will get frustrated <laughs> uh, you know if you're trying to figure out this game but you got so you, you're you got other things on your mind but if you don't have anything in your mind and your focus is this game you will be able to get through it after a while and then once you do you'll learn some you'll notice some really cool things that you'll get the items that you'll get the uh permanent items that you get uh that will help you through the wall the ability to do wall climbing and, and the shovel knights uh you know uh jump stab you know technique in here as well you'll get all of that but along with that it reveals more of the story of what's going on and the story here is basically this um i'm reading this from the actual nintendo uh the nintendo website the world has be uh has been taken over by synthetic life forms uh think think terminator future robots take over pretty much so they've been taken over the world has been taken over by synthetic life forms a desperate plea for help sets shadow which is you which is the cyber ninja uh on a journey to uncover what started the path of the petra uh, perpetual ruin slash through the techno uh techno hordes leap past traps and nimbly navigate i like how they said that nimbly navigate through mecha city only uh only you can lock unlock the secrets on your clan's ancient powers and stuff and that is true once you the thing is too it's like it's it comes off challenging at first but once you get used to what's going on in that stage you'll become accustomed to it and you'll start to get even more powerful you i mean that's the thing he starts off as very weak but as you gradually come along 
you will eventually get better you'll gain more uh hp and sp the sp you use for all your special techniques and such so it's basically your skill points and you will get through the game a little bit better than before and might i add there is some awesome and i mean awesome stages on here that will change the dynamic of how you play there i won't spoil it but there's some really insanely cool stages on here that allow you to do some extra things with I, I if i describe it i spoil too much but it's a must playthrough and you gotta grind your way to play it because once you get to those modes in that part of the story you will not regret it trust me when i tell you if if i could tell you what i know and what i've played through so far i man, just it look i'll just say this if you really want to know go on to youtube or online you'll find out but i'm telling you it's worth playing nonetheless why this also reminds me of not only the original nes strider but also the last strider game that was created which i also loved and beat is that and this is the unfortunate part is that basically once you beat the game there's no new game plus in this thing you got to start this crap all over again so they don't want you to hate <laughs> yacht club games is, is is trolling in this case but if you like i said if you master the game it's part of the experience and I guess they just want you to have fun with it in the way that you would back in the day. And for those who've never grew up playing games like this, now's your chance to understand what we went through. Maybe this is what the lesson is about the game. But I, like I said, there's some awesome, awesome things about this game that you will absolutely love. Do, now, in terms of ninja-based games, is this my favorite? I would say no, but it's a high, high top five. I gotta give credit to the messenger. Um, there's some other games I, I would have to go down the line of what games uh ninja warrior but that was a game that already came out a while back but i had to go down the list of best ninja based games of all time especially recent and i love ninja guy but i think they are it, the truth be told there's been better ninja like games that has come out prior to this whole thing um i also love i want to point this out too i don't think nobody noticed but in chapter three there is a little bit of a tribute being paid to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, Shadow falls into this sewer-like area where there's nothing but empty pizza boxes, skateboards, and a TV in there. Which, what else could that have been? <laughs> I, I, I wonder how many people have caught that. If you haven't, go back to that stage and find it. And it's, it's hilarious. It's just there. And it's like, you're not supposed to notice. If you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, you would see this. I love what they did with this. Um, honestly, overall, the controls were great. The, and that, that's what really makes this game so challenging rather than cheap. Is basically is that the controls are really well done. Uh, they're tight, so you can't really say that it, there's any glitches in it or anything. They did a lot to make this game uh, happen. And that's why it took as long as it did when it happened so um i will definitely give this game overall a a i'm gonna give it a b plus because i would would i even though i say it's challenging it would have been nice to have a i would have been nice to actually have a difficulty level for people who are just who wants to play it but you know feels that they've never played this experience before so you could ease them in but also i would love to have um I would also love to have that they uh, have new game plus as well, you know, to, to have some type of experience again for you to enjoy it. But otherwise, this game is awesome. 
this game i knew this game was going to be awesome they put a lot into this game it was well worth the wait um maybe up it's in the top five of my best games maybe not the best but definitely a game that you should absolutely play if you're an old school retro gamer like myself um go out of your way to check this out it's worth it but like i said be ready because you're in for the challenge of your life <laughs> a challenge that a lot of modern day gamers may not have ever gotten before so get ready for that yeah definitely cyber shadow gets a b plus for me so folks that will do it for this edition of select start thank you guys so very much for joining the show again thank you for helping me get through <laughs> this whole thing and i hope i helped you as well this sunday i'm going to talk infinity force if you're an anime fan especially a hardcore anime fan of the tatsunoku era and tatsunoku productions which made gotcha man and kashin and uh tekka man and a whole bunch of others you have got to see this if you haven't seen it already it came out in 2018 and a movie as well so i'm not only just going to review the series i gotta review the movie as well because they all come together and intertwine with each other so go out of your way check it out come back to me on sunday because we're definitely talking infinity force because i just saw the movie for the first time and oh my god if you're a gotcha man fan you're going to be blown away at this so stay tuned for that keep checking us out on all of our favorite platforms here on talktimelive.com you can check all of our episodes out as well as our exclusive episodes including the one with d uh david d'angelo of yacht club games that i just reposted up there you also have the cast of naruto both the audio and video version of the live or yeah the once live q a panel that i worked with the illustrious cast of that great anime and many many more from some of your favorites and we got more to come too guaranteed i'm already planning to have more to come indeed so stay tuned for all that and much much more as well as spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast stitcher Podbeam, tune in and much much more so thank you guys on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out there take care and be safe people Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.